On this week's episode of the Security Token Show, Citibank launching multiple tokenized products, a $100 million Hong Kong dollar tokenized security, and of course, a $500 plus million venture capital firm, and a whole lot more news. Let's tune in. It's time for the Security Token Show. We're here to bring you the latest and greatest in security token news. Coming from across the globe to your living room. And delivering all the latest STOs and getting you up to date on what's happening in the market. So what are you waiting for? Let's get on with the show. the security token show folks we're your hosts as always i'm hurry konings this is kyle solon and we're here to bring you the latest and greatest of what's happening in the security token space what a show we've got lined up today great to be in the studio kyle we do a whole great piece of set of news here on the docket but before we dive into everything security token related i did want to thank our sponsor this week which is invest ready you all know InvestReady, they are the leading accreditation and compliance platform for investments all across the globe, but also in the tokenized security space and outside of the industry. And they're actually launching a newsletter specifically targeting accredited investors because they're able to pull all of the hottest deal flow. They're sourcing that into your inbox. You got to check out the In by Invest Ready newsletter coming just this week. That's the Invest Ready Network. Check it out, launching October 2nd. Thank you, Invest Ready, for making this show possible. And with that, Kyle, I think uh, let's dive into the top five. Let's do it. And with number five, our biggest headlines of the week, we've got STA, Security Token Advisors. You know them, you love them. The leading consulting firm and our sister company here at STM. They launched their quarter two report talking about everything in tokenization and blockchain banking. Of course, authored by the famous Peter Gaffney, who's now a best-selling author alongside Herwig and myself. Thank you to everyone who supported. But according to the STA quarter two report, we've got a focus on infrastructure from some of the largest banks before just the products themselves. And we've got over $15 billion in global total tokenized debt with China actually leading the way with over $7 billion in tokenized debt. The U.S., for comparison, is only at about 1.2, according to STA's findings. So definitely dive into that. They cover money market funds, treasuries as some of the hottest topics, and of course, over 50 pages of the biggest and most active players in the industry from broker dealers and ATSs in the U.S. to everyone internationally that's licensed and operating in the space. You check that out at reports.stm.co or at securitytokenadvisors.com. It's free to download. It's a fantastic resource if I say so myself. Great job, Peter. We'll hear from him in just a moment, but for now, we got to get to number four, blockchain capital. That's BCAP, because they have a tokenized fund as well. Uh, they've officially announced two new funds, wow. Kyle. 
$580 million across both of them. One of them is their first opportunity fund, and their second is now their sixth early stage venture fund, which they've got a heck of a track record behind them doing that. I think this is awesome news, Kyle. There's a bit of a, I think, a sign of a resurgence in the market, a health in the market. The VC markets have been down. Uh, certainly raising capital from LPs hasn't been easy either. So seeing this kind of activity from some of the, the best in the industry, Kyle, I love to see it. Yeah, they, they actually noted that they had about $2 billion in interest, and they just felt like they couldn't deploy it all. So they wanted to keep the fund a little bit more focused on DeFi as well as centralized finance, infrastructure, and then gaming and consumer style of applications. So they're really covering some of this emerging technology that's going on in the industry, and they're not afraid to lead rounds. This isn't something that they necessarily were known for prior in prior funds, but in this fund, they want to lead rounds, which means committing 50% or more of the capital and taking board seats. So they're going more active into a lot of these opportunities. They feel like they've got a good grasp on the market. I think so. I'm excited to see what they do with these latest. What's number three, Kyle? Moving into number three, we have Taiji Capital based in Hong Kong. They are launching a hundred million Hong Kong dollars, which is close to 12 million US dollars in a fund focused, it's a closed end fund focused on real estate. Specifically, they have five different retail properties in mind that they want to acquire, but they're not stopping there. They also want to launch future products focused on tech, big data, and really centered around some of the largest players in China and getting involved in the APAC region. So shout out to Taiji Capital for launching a new STO. That's a great start. I'm sure more on that later with Sam Sachs, but hey, more activity out of Hong Kong, Kyle. I really love to see that. Moving on to number two, we got big news from the DTCC, Clearstream and Euroclear. They have published a paper together pretty much saying how important they are for the financial infrastructure and that we are in an inflection point regarding the technology we're moving with forward. Of course, embracing DLT uh, and digital assets as a whole. Uh, which uh, all three companies, Kyle, yeah. they're all working in this space, but they recognize just how important this new financial markets infrastructure is for the future uh, and that they are going to be playing a pretty serious role uh, and that they are encouraging, you know, the entire industry basically to embrace it, which is what we've been saying for four years. So we love this paper. It's very comprehensive. Highly recommend you, you actually roll into it. Um, very interesting uh, concepts about specifically uh, how they view CBDCCs and tokenization of uh, deposits and dollars and things like that, mm -hmm. as well as, of course, settling trades, and uh, which they do in the quadrillions across these different players <laughs> over the world. Uh, and so they believe the future financial markets, as we've been saying, will be settled on chain, among many other things in, in great detail. So I highly recommend you go check out this paper if you get a chance. The one other interesting tidbit that I found from some of the, the reports that I was reading, that they don't necessarily see this as a competitor to what they're currently doing. They view themselves as neutral financial market infrastructure. They see this as a way to optimize and upgrade a lot of their existing financial processes and services that they provide as opposed to seeing it as a, a threat. Complementary is always better than disruptive or destructive, which is definitely very threatening, uh, which is potentially why some of this adoption is slow. 
Uh, but for many reasons, it's all being embraced by some of the biggest names in finance, Kyle. This is a, a great paper, I think, for the industry. Totally agree. And then the number one, Herwig, the biggest news of the week, Citibank getting mm -hmm. super involved in tokenization. We've seen many of the other largest banks in the U.S. being very involved with different solutions. Now Citibank rolling out what they call their city token services. Specifically, they want to launch tokenized deposits, tracking their existing deposits, on-chain to allow for a much more efficient process in transfer and leveraging those assets, as well as they're launching a smart contract-based bank guarantees platform so that they can really optimize a lot of these systems. Again, as we talked about from maybe a couple months ago now, the banking stack really starts with tokenizing those dollars because once they're on-chain, now you can automate it in ways that you really weren't able to do when this stuff was tracked manually. So they're kind of launching a, a two-punch style of system with the tokenized deposits and a smart contract bank guarantees platform. And it doesn't stop there. We also got a third piece of news, Herwig, where they're actually going to be providing digital custody for a tokenized bond platform. This company is called Bond Blocks. They're based in Singapore. And they've been working with Citi since 2021 on allowing custody services for their bonds. But just recently, it came out that for the first time, Citi is actually going to be custodying their digital ledger-based bonds. And this doesn't just mean the whole bond itself. It means for the first time, they're actually offering services for the fractionalized bonds to bring the minimum investment down to a thousand bucks and allow anybody to be able to participate. This is pretty big news because this is the first kind of retail style of security token we've seen them custody. Yeah, I, I think that's why this made number one, because Citibank is obviously one of the biggest banks in the world. Now you've seen just in the last year alone, major movements from the likes of Goldman Sachs. Of course, JP Morgan's been super active in it. Now Citi offering a whole token services division. And I think most interestingly, Kyle, they actually are also founders behind the bank consortium, the Regulated Liability Network, which mm. is another bank deposit liability model, uh, essentially, to using tokenization, of course. Uh, and very interestingly, very separate <laughs> from these new token services that they just launched. Uh, so very strategic. I wonder how those play together. Uh, but all in all, as you can see, it's a host of services mm. that they are you know, really thinking about you know, completing the full picture. It's not just we're going to target one thing uh, custody is, of course, another big component, and we've we've known that they've been very big in the APAC region specifically. So this is no surprise that they're starting out with the the bond block exchange. Uh, very cool to see the yeah. blocks. One of the one of the really the big benefits of you know on top of what we just talked about regarding automation, by bringing some of these things on chain. One thing that's very underrated, I think, for the average person that doesn't realize is that because a lot of these systems are very manual, it is hard to get a real-time understanding of the actual assets and liabilities on a bank's balance sheet. So I see there to be a huge benefit here in even just risk mitigation or liability mitigation like you're talking about with the consortium that they built because we've seen banks go illiquid very, very quickly without a, a really a key window into what's going on. So being able to see in real time what's going on from the their underlying assets and liabilities, I think is a key opportunity here for banks to stay solvent. Tokenization, it's the future of finance. Let's find out more and head over to the institutional update with Peter. But before that, a quick update from the STA Success Network. Hello and welcome back to the STA Success Network updates. This week we have DigiShares Reg CF crowdfunding campaign officially going live tomorrow, Tuesday, September 26th with over 80,000 already committed and a minimum ticket size of just $500. To learn more and invest, go to republic.com slash digishares. 
And this week's webinar will cover the distribution problem. Lots going on in terms of new issuances, but what's being done to get these offerings sold? Join us for an overview on the distribution landscape on Wednesday, the 27th at 11 a.m. Eastern. That's all for now. Let's head on over to Peter Gaffney for the institutional updates. Hello, and welcome back to the institutional segment of the show. I'm Peter Gaffney, head of research at Secured Token Advisors. Big fan of Citi's formal entrance into the tokenization space this past week uh, through the unveiling of Citi Token Services. Now, the Blue Chip Bank has had some previous efforts and and trials with regards to blockchain, like its trade finance blockchain-based letter of credit with the Contour Network through City India, uh, and with some involvement in the Hyperledger-based bond blocks for digital bonds. Side note, City also formally signed on as digital custodian for bond blocks just last week as well. Big things right there. But today's focus is really on City token services. The goal within this group specifically is to offer tokenized deposits on its institutional capital to upgrade core cash management, treasury services, and yes, trade finance capabilities. So also as a part of some initial trials, Citi's making use of the smart contracts to streamline letters of, letters of credit and shipping financing with Maersk specifically. So that's pretty cool to see uh, over here in the States. Speaking of deposit tokens and solutions, last week it was revealed that JP Morgan has been participating in the Regulated Liability Network, RLN. We know JPM has been pretty keen on growing its initiatives within Onyx, the bank's blockchain division, uh, it's nice to also see some more open collaboration via RLN, for example, alongside dozens of other institutions and even the New York Fed. In fact, JP Morgan's global head of post-trade services stated, my primary goal inside the RLN process is how do we begin to have regulators understand why we need this to move forward. So Chan also noted his desire for a more interoperable future and less bickering regarding you know, who the superior blockchain is on the layer one or even layer two side. Collaboration and interoperable iterations is really how the industry will progress uh, the way it truly wants to, the way we keep talking about. So that's all from me for now. Very cool stuff to see from City and JPM. Take a look at how Sam Sachs is covering the general markets next. Hello and happy Monday. The security token market cap continues to hold up as it is just below the $17 billion mark. INX announced the upcoming listing of the Unicoin security token on INX's fully regulated trading platform for crypto and tokenized assets. Launched by the producers of Unicorn Hunters, asset-backed Unicoin offers holders inherent value by being supported by a fast-growing portfolio of real estate and equity positions in high-growth companies. In other news, Taiji Capital Group has initiated a notable shift in Hong Kong's real estate market by introducing its first security token offering via, via its subsidiary, Pioneer Asset Management. The STO, known as Prince, targets professional investors and has a fundraising goal of approximately 100 million Hong Kong dollars, suggesting a potential shift in conventional real estate financing and investment approaches. And finally, the USP real estate security token has been approved to list on Republic.com, America's leading online crowdfunding platform. This pivotal move grants US real estate investors unparalleled access to the emerging world of asset tokenization via USP. That's all for now, but have an amazing rest of your week and we will see you next Monday. What a tremendous update from Sam Sachs there, Kyle. The market is starting to move. Woo. We're back from vacation. September is moving. Tokenize this is around the corner. Of course, make sure you go check that out at summit.stm.co. It's a free virtual event on tokenization for you to check out. But 
The time has come to end our show, which means it's Companies of the Week time, Kyle. It's where we each pick a company, put in a spotlight, who we thought made some big moves this week. And Kyle, I'm dying to know, who did you pick? My Company of the Week this week, Herwig, it's got to be Blockchain Capital for me. This is their seventh, sixth and seventh fund that they're launching. $500 plus million dollars raised. They want to focus on early stage ventures and their innovation side of the fund, as well as taking a strong leadership position in the blockchain space by leading rounds, taking board seats, and being active in the development. And not only am I giving them a shout out for being able to raise this much money, which in this current market is very difficult for whatever you want to try to raise a fund Say for. That again. But we've seen a lot of funds that were really focused on blockchain and crypto and the Web3 space from 2020, 2021, and in that time period that we've seen scrub a lot of that that thought leadership, a lot of that that contextual analogies that are used through their site, through their, their documentation, a lot of that's gone for some of these funds, maybe because the industry is not as hot, maybe because they're licking their wounds, maybe because they just made some really bad investments. But blockchain capital is doubling down on this industry. They're coming in hot. They believe in what's going on here. And I think as an LP, that gives me a lot of confidence in the fund. And it's like, yeah, they know what they want to do. They see the opportunity and they've, they've been really successful in raising another fund, not to mention one of their earlier funds actually has a trading security token from the, the fund itself. So I think they've been very forward thinking in so many ways. They're big believers and big movers and shakers in the whole blockchain ecosystem. And they've done a lot uh, for the security token ecosystem. So naturally, I agree with that choice. That's a great choice. Give me yours. Uh, love to see that, you know, there's another half a billion dollars coming to the market. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my choices, I think, may be obvious. It's one of the biggest banks in the world announcing a whole token services division. You know, City is here. They're in the market. They're dropping the mic with some amazing services that they're coming to the market with. Uh, so I think they're obviously a very now serious choice uh, and competitor, I suppose, within the tokenization infrastructure game. Uh, I assume we're going to see more and more banks do this, but City is one of the biggest. Uh, so I expect to see them do a whole lot for the industry, Kyle. So naturally, they're my company of the week. Uh, and I hope to see them do a whole lot more just within the remainder of this year. And if they do, Kyle, they, they might just be in the running for company of the year. Major shout out to City. They had three major developments just this week alone. I mean, that's about as high quality of a company of the week as I can think Coming of. Coming out with a bang, folks. That's a mic drop if I've ever <laughs> seen one. But that is the end of our show. So make sure, of course, while you're at it, Give us a like, give us a share to anyone you think that might like this video or if you're listening, this podcast. And make sure you go check out stm.co. That's where all the latest news, all the trading information, our summit, all our reports, and everything else you need is your one-stop shop and tokenization. Uh, and with that, I hope to catch you next week, as always, on Mondays. Uh, and happy tokenizing. Mm -hmm.